Welcome to Becoming Unstuck, a safe place to help individuals find the tools they need to live life they truly want. I'm your host, Jordan Meyer. Join me here each week where you will learn one tool that can help you to become the person you have always wanted to be and live each day with more happiness. On today's episode, we're talking about how to better prepare for unexpected life events. So unexpected life events happen to all of us. And as we are trying to learn how to prepare for them, there's a really simple, quick formula that we can follow in order to help us do that. Now, in any unexpected life event, this is something that we call in logotherapy resiliency or hardiness. And as we're talking about this, there's two kind of mindsets. So I want you to think about in any situation that we have, we can experience that situation in two ways. Right? We can look at it through a, a negative lens, if you will, or a positive lens. And in order to help us do that, those two, clinically, we call them learned helplessness and resiliency. And we're going to talk about today, you can learn how to look at any situation that comes up in your life with more resiliency or more positivity. And the way that you do that is to develop more resiliency in the way that you see the world. So to start off with, let's say that we look at life events through a negative lens. We look at it through a learned helplessness. Now, this way of looking at things is the world is against me. The world hates me. People don't like me. I'm always a victim. Life always happens to me. And let's be fair. We all think this way sometimes, right? Sometimes it can be very difficult not to think this way. And that's okay. What we're trying to do is learn how to more often than not see things in a more positive way. So if you often find yourself in this mindset, that's okay. We're just going to learn how to challenge it to start off with. So the way that we challenge this learned helplessness or we challenge this, I guess we'll say victim mentality or the world is against me, is we want to develop three pillars of resiliency. And the three pillars of resiliency are as follows, commitment, control, and challenge. So let's talk about this first one, commitment. What does it mean? If I have an unexpected life event, if I have a a tragedy, if I have a natural disaster, if I have an unexpected uh, situation or circumstance befall me in life that, that I'm not sure how to handle or how to deal with. This first pillar, commitment. So what do we commit to? In any unexpected situation or circumstance, if we wanted to develop more resiliency, we're going to commit, first of all, to what we're going through. We're going to commit to the circumstance to the situation. Now, what does that mean? Committing to the circumstance or situation is in fact commitment to not being the victim. The commitment to not looking at it through a lens of learned helplessness. We're going to commit to being able to get through. Now, does that mean get through in a positive, happy, smiley way every single day? Of course not. Being able to get through something doesn't mean that we're happy while we do it. And I think that's a common misconception and misunderstanding about resiliency. We often look at people who we would describe as being resilient. And I think the literature does this as well, is it interviews people who are to be resilient, or they say have gone through very difficult life circumstances, and we want to know how they did it. If you ever talk to someone who has gone through something very difficult, or maybe you, in fact, have gone through something difficult 
it really does come down to the fact that what I hear most is I only had two choices. I either survived or I didn't. So talking about resiliency is really difficult sometimes for people because those are the two choices is to survive or to not. And oftentimes we end up getting through the trial not knowing how we did it exactly. And so this is a way that we can actually have, I guess you would say, a choice or control on how we get through life circumstances in a more positive way, this commitment. Now, what if this trial is particularly difficult, right? Which I guess you could say most are. What if we can't commit to getting to through it? We don't know that we're going to be able to get through it. We're going to go day by day, hour by hour sometimes. So what do we commit to? Well, we commit to not letting it destroy us. We commit to knowing that we're going to have bad days, that we're going to have bad moments, but that we're going to be able to get through them and we're not going to let it destroy us. And so we commit to just trying. We commit to just continuing and that's okay, right? What that does is it provides our mind something to focus on, something to look at. I I use the analogy of swimming in the middle of the ocean. And if we're in the middle of the ocean, no matter how much energy we have, if we don't see an island in the distance, eventually we're going to give up. But if we do see an island and we know our destination, no matter how tired, how exhausted, we will find a way to get there. And this is that metaphorical island, if you will. When we're just treading water in our trials and we don't know how long it's going to be or how long we're going to be able to deal with it, when we can make that island, we can give ourselves that destination to look forward to, it gives us a strength that we didn't know we had in order to do that. And so this is our metaphorical island, this this commitment to getting through the challenge. So first pillar, commitment, right? You commit to the situation, you commit to the challenge, you commit to getting through it and not letting it destroy you. And sometimes that's all we can do, right? Second pillar in developing resiliency is control. Now let's talk about a lot of the the craziness or the feeling overwhelmed or bogged down in trials is that we're often focused on the things out of our control. We're angry at the world. We're angry at another person. We're sad uh, at what happened. We're angry at God. We're blaming other people. And that's all right. I think that's as humans our way of working through things, right? Grief and the five stages of grief, if you're familiar, are very real in these situations. However, as we're looking at control, this is something that we can do to help develop more resiliency. And that is learn to identify what is in your control and what is out of your control in these circumstances. And when you can identify that, you then have the power to control what you can, to do something about what you can control, and then let go of what is out of your control. And by doing that, we're learning how to focus on the things that are just with our ability to do something about, which gives us a feeling that we have something to do, that we have a choice, that we have control in some way of a chaos of a situation. When we focus on the things that are out of our control, We are focused on the things that we can't do anything about, thus inevitably leading to us feeling as though we're overwhelmed, we're out of control, there's nothing we can do, we're just at the mercy of the situation. And that will always lead to feelings of sadness, depression, being overwhelmed, isolation, because that's what it breeds. 
But when we can take that control and give it back to us in some way, even though we may be in the worst situation of our entire lives, we feel as though we're handling it better. We're handling it appropriate because we're doing what we can. First two pillars, commitment, control. Commit to what you can, control what you can, let go of what you cannot control, right? First two pillars. Now, third pillar of developing resiliency, commitment, control, and challenge. And I want you to think about in any situation that you have in life or that others share. As humans, we all have different trials in life. Some people, their trial is financial burden. For some, it's a loss of a family member, loss of a spouse, loss of a child, uh, loss of family, loss of a job. Everyone deals with trials, medical, mental health, uh, diagnoses, right? Everyone deals with something. And so when we start to compare these trials, that we feel that we have more than another person or that we have different than another person and we wish we had theirs, we get in this comparison game and we begin to see what we go through in life as worse than others. When in reality, everybody has a trial. Everyone has a circumstance that they are presented with. And, and why do we have that? So let's talk about that for a minute. Why is it that we have trials? Or why is it that bad things happen to good people, if you will? And I want you to think of, narratively speaking, right? Any Disney story, any book, any literature uh, that we know of. And we'll take a classic uh, story, if you will, of a knight who goes and rescues someone from a tower and fights the dragon to do so, right? And in this story, the knight faces a point in which maybe the dragon is about to defeat him, and you go, oh no, this is the moment in which this entire situation is coming to an end, and the knight has lost everything, and it's not going to work out. And yet, in these moments, the knight will find something within himself that he didn't know was there. Right now, you can put this into context of every situation. Classic literature, movies, Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings, Star Wars, you name it. Pick a movie, pick a book. This is the storyline that we tend to, to follow in literature, right? An antagonist, a protagonist, uh, a crucial moment, a crux, and then somehow they find a way to get through it, and we have a happy ending, and everyone's happy ever, right? So within the context of our lives, right, this situation, right, what it does is it breeds what we call resiliency in that this moment, this situation, the reason that this story matters is because leading up to it, there's all these terrible things that happen. And in that moment, we see hope. We see resiliency. We see the main character fighting through and finding something within themselves that they didn't know was there. And this, as we're watching this, as humans, we love watching this because it gives us strength and hope that we can do the same or we want to do the same. We look up to these characters in these books and these movies because it's a characteristic that we want to possess. And the great thing about that is we can. Resiliency or this idea of getting through difficult circumstances and situations is not something that we need every day of our lives. It's only something that we have in the moment that we need it the most. 
And so life presents us with an opportunity in order to grow, in order to tap into these moments of resiliency because it helps prove who we are as human beings. It pushes us to a past, a point past what we know, a point past what we're comfortable with. And inherently in uncomfortable moments, growth exists, right? Growth does not exist in being comfortable. And so life will present us with an opportunity to grow and to become better. And the way that it does that is it gives us a chance to, to stretch our character or our morality beyond a point of which we think we can go and thus becoming a better person in the process. And it's when we tap into this resiliency that we find this person, that we find this moment. And so if we look at life circumstances or situations that befall us, as a woe is me kind of mentality. The world happens to me, not for me. I'm always presented with something that I can't handle. And I would encourage you to look at these situations as a challenge. How is this a challenge for you and what is it growing? Or where is it pushing you in what area of your life that you develop and become a better person through this. And this is one of the main differences, if not the main difference, if you talk to individuals about who have gone through something difficult in their life. And that is, they look at the situation as a challenge. They see it as an opportunity to be able to grow or to lean into it, or as a learning opportunity. And often this is hindsight, this is 2020. But if we can learn how to see this at the beginning or during this, then we're gonna be able to get through this challenge with a lot more grace and poise, if you will, in doing so. When we see every life situation as befalling us, then we do feel out of control. And we, we don't have any control to do anything about because we're absolving ourselves of taking accountability. But when we can look at it through this challenge or through this eyes of an opportunity for growth, then it becomes another island. It becomes another way for us to get through this life circumstance in a much more positive way. Now, in any of these circumstances, right, we often like to think, and I mentioned this at the beginning of today's episode, and we're going to end by recapping it, that getting through a circumstance or situation, a challenge, being completely happy, being completely um, well, or that it doesn't bother you, or pretending that it's okay, or avoiding it in some way, doesn't provide for these three pillars. These three pillars, the, the commitment, the control, and the challenge, are going to be something to remember to help you become more resilient in your life. But being more resilient does not mean that we don't struggle that we're not sad, that we don't cry, that we don't get angry. These are natural emotions that we have as human beings. And I think sometimes if we go back to this commitment, maybe we need to commit to not being okay, right? Sometimes it's okay to not be okay. And if we can commit to that, then we give ourselves permission and we give ourselves room to be able to grieve appropriately or cry appropriately or to be angry appropriately because those are natural emotions that come up with life. And so know that it's okay to not be okay and that just because you're not okay or you have a tough day does not mean that you're not resilient, does not mean that you're not getting through your challenge appropriately. So if we can remember these three pillars, 
Commitment, control, and challenge. I promise you, you'll be able to see the world in a more positive way, and you'll be able to deal with any unexpected life event. Because when you can know how to be resilient, it doesn't matter what life throws at you, because we begin to see everything as a challenge for becoming a better us. And if we can follow these three pillars, we'll be able to do so. Thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed today's episode, please share it with your friends and family and join us here next week. Thank you for listening. As always, if you've enjoyed today's episode, please share with your friends and family and join me here next week. If you happen to live in the Utah Salt Lake area, please reach out for help if needed. You can find me on Instagram at jordanmeyer.cmhc. Follow me on Facebook. And remember, you can find this episode and future episodes on any podcast platform, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, and I will see y'all next week.